It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Happy New Year. Here we are. <laughs> Football is back. How good did last night feel? Oh, that was great. Turning the television on at 8.30 and watching kickoff of a real football game. Yeah. And everybody that told, oh, I love preseason. It's football. No, it's different. Yeah, it's not. It's different. Watching watching what it's we watch. It's glorified practice that you That's charge right. a lot of money for people to come watch. Yes. It's and unbelievable. We, but it's back. It's great. We can't wait. 50 hours from right now, our season begins. Yeah. And we are excited about that. We're going to talk all about everything Browns-Bengals throughout the next two hours. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I'm back in studio. I feel great. I was not sick. For all those that reached out, I I, I had COVID, but I, I never had. I, I, I felt like I had a mild cold yeah. for a couple of days. And with protocol and having to observe all of that in respect of others, you stay away. You do mm-hmm. your part. But um, I can just tell you, this bout of COVID compared to my first one, it was night and day. It was no difference. I had the worst sore throat of my life first time first around. Time. Wow. I wouldn't have even known I was sick if I didn't see the positive test yeah. right, 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 on yeah. this one. So enough on that. A lot to get into today. We're going to talk about headlines, our pre-written headline, who wins the game. We're going to give our predictions. We're going to talk a lot about the X factors, offense and defense. I'm sure we all have someone different who the X factor is going to be this weekend. We're also going to get into, and I love this, the Brown superlatives. Um, and Mary Kay Cabot's going to join us in the second half hour. She's going to give us all things Browns and Bengals as we get ready to start the season. Mikey McNuggets, anything from you? Yeah, if you could put your microphone on the other side of your zipper, that'd be very helpful and make it sound a lot better, Jay. Uh, glad to have How's you back. How's that? How's that? It sounds much better. I yeah, moved yeah. it about an inch, but if you say that does it, that does it. No, it actually does, because now when you're looking that way, you're talking into Facts. it. Facts. So Facts. That was a director Steve call, but we're, we're glad to have you back, Jay. Good it to be back. weird. To have a Friday show before the game without our guy DQ, but I just texted DQ. He said he's watching right now, so DQ, we appreciate it. He's working with the Browns, so we can't give away the internal secret. So he's team, done with us? He can't come on anymore? Contractually, unfortunately, we cannot have Ooh. DQ uh, on with us on a Ooh. weekly basis. But wow. He's still watching. DQ's part of the family. And Steve, you can see behind Bowl, the bottle of whiskey that I brought in and have been holding for DQ when he's in Cleveland is still sitting on yeah. our set. Waiting for DQ to come pick it up in person. So I don't know if that's going to happen get now. DQ. Do we nice know his D- role? Do we know what his role is with the Browns officially? Yes. I'm not sure. I'm at liberty to say. Oh, oh so wow. Why is this a stuff? secret for so long? Yeah, I, mean, why, I don't get that. I, well, it may be very well okay to say. I'm just not 100%. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, everything in the NFL is a secret. Say, yeah. Uh, Send it's your more just me. It's, it's more, I just don't want to get myself in trouble. Uh, no, that's fair. So I'm you just going to sign that NDA. He's not playing around with him. Yeah, he want, he want all his checks. I, he is it's not, not for- it can't be secretive, guys. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we're not the KGB here. It's football. 
No, I don't <laughs> think it's secret. I, I, I just don't they want to be the one like to the say KGB. something I'm not supposed well, to. Well, if someone can find out exactly what Paul DePodesta's role is See? and See? what influence like... he has on this organization, let us know. Because that seems to be top secret You know, I've asked about four or five players that in over the last couple of weeks. They're like, I don't know. He takes a paycheck, a yeah, big one, yeah. and he's clearly won the ear of the Haslams. He's the only guy that has survived, survived yeah. you know, a lot of these regime mm-hmm. changes. Right. It, you know, we'll get into this later throughout the week, but um, end of the season. For me, uh, this season is absolutely an indictment or endorsement on him. He's the sole survivor. He and Jimmy, and you can't well, fire the owner. It's on everybody. Everybody. It is on everyone. Yeah. Bull. I agree with that. Yeah. And there'll be, you know, he won't be the only one to go. Yeah. But if this regime doesn't work, bye bye. Yeah, he's got. It. He he should go. Everybody should go. Yeah. But he should go. That, and and we we talk about all that to, as a yeah. prelim to the to the conversation about Browns Bengals because guys, we can't overstate this, and I don't think we have. This season is DefCon Red, whatever you want to say. All the alarm bells are ringing in the building. And it is a five-alarm fire. They have got to win this year. I think it's the most important season they've had in 30 years. That's well at said. Least, right? Does anybody disagree with that? I wrote about it this morning. Kevin and Deshaun are tethered to each other. And each one needs the other. Yeah. Kevin is counting on Deshaun to keep yeah. his job. And Deshaun needs Kevin to get back to where he was. Now, I think there are others that are responsible if Deshaun doesn't work. Sure. But, but it's, it's on Kevin's Kevin. job to make it work. Yeah. But, you know... He's just got to make the. It's a, it's an arranged marriage. He didn't go to management and say, "I can't work with Baker. I've got to exactly work with right. this guy." He came. His here, hands were tied. He came here in 2020 thinking yeah. he was going to work with Baker for the next 10 years. That's exactly right. And now, like no one could have predicted this. No, no one could have predicted. You look this. at the possibility of extremes for what this franchise is going to be, say, for the next five years. If if Deshaun Watson gets back to anywhere close to the player he was in Houston. And the Browns win a lot of games and go to the playoffs this year. All's good. Then he and Barry and Stefanski will probably be here. A, you know, they'll be here a decade at least. Yes. You know that all that'll happen. All the things you always wanted from the Browns—stability, the same coach, the same GM, the same quarterback—will all happen if this year goes well and he plays well and they make the playoffs. I, On the other hand, if his disastrous play from last year continues into this year, the Browns are in. A beyond horrible place. Yeah, because not only do they look at another regime change, but they're handcuffed with the quarterback contract, the lack of draft picks. And you said a decade. I think that's way too long. Nothing gives you a decade honeymoon. Look at the Rams situation two years ago and where they are today. They made the all-in trade, and it worked. And everything is fractured in L.A. But Stafford is a lot older than Watson is. So if if it works here, you know, I'm saying... By the time Watson gets to year five, that would be, what, year eight or nine? Well, we're already in year two. Right, right, right. But I'm saying. I mean, that clock moves fast. It does. They're going to be good. Everyone internally is adamant. Says the the ambassador of Kool-Aid. Everyone internally in Berea is adamant Deshaun is back. Yes. And I talked to Jimmy Donovan about it at length. His approach on this is just wait until you see the offense. Now, the caveat with that is. When you talk in that kind of hyperbole, and it's not coming from Jimmy, this is coming from everybody he's talking to at the Browns. Right. We showed nothing in the preseason. The NFL isn't going to know what hit him. It better be good. Yeah. It better be real good. Yeah. Because the expectations from the voices that we trust in Berea are ramped up. Wait until you see what we've got in store. Okay. We find out in 50 hours. 50 hours. Go ahead, Mikey. We got a big show in store, and before we do that, I got to tell you guys about 
the official athletic sponsor of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show for at least today's episode, and that is our dear friends at Bird Dogs. If you need athletic and casual shorts and sweatpants for the summer or fall, or heck, even winter, check out Bird Dogs. They work for working out. They work for walking around town. They work for going out on the town. Bird Dogs, the official shorts of today's episode yeah. of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And Jay, yesterday we heard some news. On top of Denzel Ward still being concussion <laughs> protocol, Juan Thornhill didn't practice. Both of their mm. statuses are up in the air for Sunday's game against what some would say, and I would say as well, is the best receiving core in football. Did anyone else get a pit in their stomach when they heard the Thornhill news? Yeah, that was a big deal, although Jason says he thinks he's going to play. I was, well, that's just gut. Yeah, like, oh, that's okay. not right. Uh, I was at practice yesterday. Zach Jackson and I watched the beginning of the opening stretch, and, and he had some sort of wrap on his calf. Um, I, I I would be surprised if he didn't play, but maybe yeah. it's maybe it's more serious than what I'm aware of. I was surprised last night when Travis Kelsey didn't play because when we heard about the injury earlier in the week, I thought, this is Travis Kelsey. Right, this right, is right. the opener. He's going to go. I think that's why he didn't play. It's the opener. Yeah. yeah. Kansas City – can't say, I've said it for weeks. Cincinnati doesn't care about this game nearly as much as Cleveland does. No, I agree with far that. More no, I, well, yeah. look at the start Cincinnati got off to last year, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they still dug Two out of that three. hole. It's yeah. the same thing last night. Who, who, what, what did that? What team did that game matter to more? The, the Chiefs Lions. or the Lions? Hey, One hey, thousand hey, reaction hey, from hey, people about hey, the Chiefs hey, yesterday. Yeah, let's temper that. We're not hedging no bets on the Bengals. Y'all better come ready to play. Don't tell me it don't count. You get your. Of course it counts. It counts, G. But over here, I think to Jason's point, just like the game we saw last night it was clear it was Detroit Super Bowl yes this is going to set the tone for what Dan Campbell hopes is their big turnaround yes Kansas City I don't care what anybody says we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93% of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed after you come off the high of playing in a Super Bowl or a Game 7 championship, and then you have a hangover offseason, that first game is one of the most difficult games to get up to of all time. Because your juxtaposition of that game is what you just came from. And it's the Lions. And, and, and it's the Lions. Lions. And by the way, that doesn't mean that the Chiefs didn't want to win. Of course. Of course, no, of course, of course they they the Bengals want to kick the Browns' ass. Of but course. But you feel, 100%. Though, that, and I, by the way, I was yeah. I don't know how that many Chiefs fans sold their tickets to Lions There were a lot of Lions fans I've there, never yeah. seen It felt like Arrowhead. they were in the Super Bowl, the reaction to I'll, that. I'll, it, really, it was crazy. When they came back at the end of the game after like some 10 or 15 minutes yeah. and the Chiefs fans had filed out and they gave you that panoramic of the stadium. Yeah. It looked like it was about a fourth of the way filled I was with stunned. blue shirts. I was yeah. stunned. And I thought the reaction on Twitter from people as if the Lions had now arrived based on this one game hey. is yeah. insane. Hey. But the same thing's going to happen if the Browns win this game. Look, the hey. Lions were good last year, guys. Hey. They yeah. were a good football Especially team. That, that's well. a big, that well. is a big win for it is a big win. Of course it is. coach trying to sell his, sell his plan. Yes. You go on the arrowhead. They could have lost that game. They won it. They should have lost that now, game. Now, you look at it, and here's the thing about the Chiefs. Everybody wants to talk about Chiefs. Well, be patient. But look, they got a 34-year-old tight end with a bruised knee who can't put water or put weight on it in a pool. Uh, yeah, that surprised me, G. He, he, when you get to be 34, you just don't turn around and stuff heal right. 
I didn't see much separation from these receivers. Average. It, did regulars. They, did they have any separation from receivers last year? Uh, no, but they had Kelsey as the safety net. Yeah, but he'll be back next week. The running, I know, game, I, running game. No, but they hope he will. They hope he will. What about that left tackle? I, <laughs> listen, he, he. What a job by NBC, by the way, yeah. for pointing out all night long that yep. this guy wasn't bending the rules. He was breaking yeah, the it rules. Was crazy. And on the game's it. most pivotal play. They nailed him. They for got him. him. They yeah. got him. And he yeah, was doing did. it the whole game. He was cheating all night. Game. The whole, listen, I'm giving it to him. Hutch, uh, listen, Aiden Hutchinson, I, like, he was player. relentless. They stuck to what they were doing. And, and they played zone. They didn't give up anything big in the play of the by game. By the way, they're going to pick six on the tip get back ball. to the Browns. Dan Bengals, Campbell, though. by the way, real kick is going to cost the Lions games. He made so many stupid decisions in that game. They got lucky. Well, Campbell deciding to go for it where he did, when oh. he did. He gave the Chiefs. I thought that was a good call. See, no, I disagree with that, Bull. Yeah. Now, it worked out. He was lucky that it worked out. I know you yeah. always uh, go always for it go on fourth it. down. Yeah. Go for it, go for it. Yeah. However, in that situation, you give Kansas City a short field. Now, they had the big drop on the play, on their very first play, that yeah. puts them in field goal range. Then they have the big penalty. Yeah. So they did undo themselves. But Dan Campbell got lucky because he made we, a decision last night. Uh, to Dan, Dan Campbell's not in the game that matters right now arguments. to us. We, we always do, but but go, go ahead, Mike. I, I It's back to Thornhill. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you say he's going to play. I, I, when I first heard the news, I'm like, no, no, we can't be without him. Yeah. I, I'm getting word that Denzel Ward, the expectation is that Denzel Ward will be clear. Yeah, he's he will play. be on the he's field. He's going to play. So I can't keep my earpiece in. But My mind is, is at ease with that for now, even though, Jason, I think it was you that brought it up last week. This is a situation that we need to keep one eye on 100%, all year 100%. for the rest of his career. Yeah, he's yeah. had a number of concussions at his size, and he plays a high collision position. Uh, not on every play, but he he's involved in in very uh, uh, violent collisions at that position. We'll be looking at that all year. Yes. But you telling me that you you got a gut that Thornhill will go and that Denzel will go. We're going to need those guys there's, in this game more than any other game. There's this no year. excuses in this game. The Browns are. Assuming these two guys play, it's the healthiest they've ever been coming out of training. They have nobody hurt. Wow. Nobody. Do they have anybody? Well, the linebackers are dinged. Harris, what's, but they're all ready what, to what's go. Harrison Bryant's deal? They're all ready to go. They're, they're all ready to play. play. He's been on I the mean, field. I've seen him on the practice. They have, the only people moving. on the injury report are Ward and, and uh, Thornhill. And Thornhill. And this, is why, and this is why this game matters. When you look at the Bengals, the difference between the Chiefs and the Lions and the Bengals and the Browns is A, it's the Bengals and the Browns, and B, this is a division game. Like, uh, th- uh, if you want to act like this don't count, well, they have, may have the luxury of doing that. They See, can do that. Don't be saying they don't, it doesn't count. I'm just you would agree it's a bigger – it means more to the Browns than it does the Bengals, you, no? If you, if you well, play, A, because oh, it's at home. No, no, no. It yeah. means, you got to hold serve at home. It means that it's a division game. It's and, huge. And think about it. If you win this one – you don't know what's going to happen at the end of the year. The game is in front of you. This one counts just as much as the other one does. And and, and you don't want to give away games, especially division games, yeah. in these first four. If you want to get the Bengals and get them while they're down, they, you get them now. Absolutely. When, when, so I'm going to take every rep they want. Give me that game, I'll take it. Well, I, which it, one of you lunatics was saying you want, you'd rather Deshaun play well in a loss? No. Remember that, that one? That means nothing. I, I stand by that. First of all, wait. What did you say, Mike? That's insanity. I want that. I one. Hear, let, let's clarify the thing we were talking about, okay? Yeah, because that makes no sense. What I you sa- just said. I said that well, the question I asked was, and this was before we knew Burrow was going to play. I said, "Would you rather the Browns lose thirty-eight thirty-five when to to Burrow when Deshaun Watson plays his just plays the game, plays an amazing game? They lose thirty-eight thirty-five, or?" 
Trevor Simeon at the time, he's no longer the Bengals' backup quarterback, plays for the Bengals, and the Browns win 10-6, and Deshaun Watson looks like crap. Give me the win. Of course! That's all that matters. Of course! You, there's no style points. These for... lunatics were telling me they'd rather lose than Deshaun yeah, no, play that's, well. That's an absurd yeah, yeah. question. No, that's not, absurd. It's not, but it's That's right. insane. Because as you know, Bolt, yeah. the NFL success is week to week. The Browns can only do anything in the AFC if Deshaun Watson's good. If he's not good, it's irrelevant if they win that game because they're not going to be any good. You're right, but Bolt, yeah. every win is currency. It's gold. Yeah, All the other yes. stuff is just... Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Back on top. Agreed. That's a terrible <laughs> Mike's going to give you a dirty look. Well, I think we are right, done the with point, the conversation. <laughs> I think we are. I, I think we are because yeah. I'm not... I'm not worried. I Tell me not to be well, worried. I'm not I don't, worried. It's not anything like... It's just... I just think he's going to play. Yeah. It's okay. Just, it's just me. And look, this is I mean, the biggest opening day game. We said it's the biggest season in 30 years. It's the biggest opening day game in 30 years. It is unbelievable because... Yeah, the Browns finally won an opener last year, but they had the miracle comeback against a garbage team. This year, they're playing one of the best teams in football. In a division game. The second best quarterback in football, at home, in the division, in a season where they have massive expectations. And in a season where they might have finally, we all think they finally have their first great quarterback, their first even good quarterback since Bernie Kosar. So everything, the season's not over, obviously, if they lose. But if they win this game, it's going to be the, the cockiness and confidence from Browns fans is the highest I've ever seen going into the season. I is know, it really? I know it's always high. Because I thought after the 11-5, and five, I thought that this team felt like they were ready to blow the lid fans, off. Fans are talking about the Browns' success against the Bengals the last couple of years as if that means they're a Super Bowl team. Right. No, that means and, nothing. And, and, it, and, and so I think... The hype for this team, if they win this game, and that's a high-quality win. They're underdogs at home. Yeah. Slight underdogs, but underdogs. What is it, two and a half? It went down to two this morning. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's just beyond the massive win. Gee, can anybody disagree with what Bull said, that this is the biggest home opener for the Browns since the rebirth? Can you disagree with that? Um, no, this is a big, this is a big, this is a big home opener. One, because we look at the, what the quarterback position is. Two, it's a, it's a uh, game that is in the division. Three, you got a head coach who this is the rubber, the rubber meets the road. And four, you've brought in a bunch of new additions that have basically shown that you are all in this season. Yeah. So obviously you got to have some success in these first few games, especially when you come back on a short week. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers. It, think about this. You come in here, if Deshaun Watson looks like Deshaun Watson, and they hit the ground running, Miles Garrett is moving around, the team is playing well, then you go into Pittsburgh, people are going to be jacked up. People with the white helmets. Ready, too, with the white the helmets ready to go. Like it, at the, the confidence level that you're seeing, Bull, is the confidence level not in, like, oh, the, the, the Cleveland Browns magic. The confidence level is steeped in, we got ball players. I've seen all of these dudes. I've seen Zadarius Smith play well. I've seen Dalvin Thomason play well. I've seen Juan Thornhill raise a Super Bowl trophy. So if I'm looking at the players and the pieces and parts. There should be no issues where they come out like a couple years ago and get boat raced in, in the infamous Tennessee Titans game. That's the game. That's the year I keep going back to. In importance, you're right. This is the most important opener since they came back. Bar none. Yeah. In terms of fan excitement, 
I don't think it's the most because yeah, I, I remember did, I don't either. 2019 coming off Baker's rookie year with Freddie Kitchens as the coach. They were lining up to get in the Muni lot the night before the game. I was out there. I went out there and wrote a story on the line of people and the excitement. And I remember it. Football wow. is back. Oh my God. We finally have a quarterback. Everything is right in the world again. Cleveland. They got nothing can stop us now. Odell, Odell had a watch like this that was way more expensive in the game. Where? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Richard Milley watch. Distraction after another. <laughs> yeah. Freddie and was it, gone. The it was season unraveled. Thirteen penalties. It was an absolute Freddy. disaster. And the Three team picks. gave up. I, the, I was there that day. The we thing that disappointed penalties. me the most about that what wasn't the fact that a team with less talent came into our house and kicked us in the mouth. It was that after we got kicked in the mouth, we laid over and stayed down. That was really hard to watch. Frederick Charles Kitchen, ladies and gentlemen. What an era. What, what an era. era. I don't know that I've ever seen. He's like the Johnny Manziel of coaches. He's, His he's star like, burned yeah. hot and fast, and it was out. He's, no time. he's at North Carolina now. I saw, I, I saw that. You saw that clip of him yesterday? I, I didn't even know I he was at North Carolina. Coach? No, 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 no. He's no. just a position coach. No. But I, like you, I was like, you know, wait, whatever happened to Freddie Kitchens? Hey, yeah. That playbook he had for a half a year in 18. Boy, he that, that look. Remember, he was running a full house. He ran a full house back. People was like, That's "We right. sold." Yeah, his offense looked great. That eighteen year, yeah, shoving Hunt in the backfield together. They, 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 listen, ah, then, the good old days. <laughs> Hunt non-rostered, right? Still, yeah, yeah. That's a surprise to me. Dang, that is a surprise for all to me. the people screaming that. Cream Hunt didn't get well. Don't throw dirt on him yet. I'm just saying he can't even get a job now because well, allegedly he's got four offers that he's decided between. Um, just might want to let you know here, the season starts in (laughs) 50 hours. It's odd. Like if he had four offers, you'd think he'd be on a team. It must have been bad money and like bad money better than than no money. Listen, I'd take a one year prove it bad deal before I'd sit on the couch and get heavy. Exactly right. Stupid. And, yeah, it makes no and, sense. And, and by Leonard the way, Fournette doesn't have a job, which either. makes me wonder no. if he really does have. By the way, offers. how many games did the, how many games did the Bengals win last year? Lose last year? Lose? Well, they were twelve and four, weren't they? They had they only had well, seventeen. Uh, they games. had sixteen games. Oh, that's remember. right. The Bills that's game, right. Right. twelve and four, play. right? They lost four games last year. Yeah, you can't tell me over in that other locker room they're thinking like, look, we need to get off to a good start because Kansas City is already down one and lost. Dude, I, 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 all I'm saying, of course they want to get of course good yes. start. They, you don't think they're sick of hearing about how the only team they can't beat is the Browns? Of course they want to win. All I'm, what I'm saying is from a fan's perspective. If you're a Bengals fan and the Bengals lose to the Browns, you're not panicking about the season. No. no if you're a Browns fan and they lose to the Bengals, you, there's going to be somewhat of a here we go again. It does depend how they lose. Right, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, they true. lose, like you said, 38-35, yeah. Watson balls out. Yeah. That's, there's no such right. thing as a moral victory. Right. But you can take something from that, yeah. even though it's not Tough the ultimate loss, dub, Look how good our offense is. Yeah. Against the yardstick right. team in your division. Our defense needs time to gel. we got a new coach. You right, to come right. So there will be things they can take from right. it. But, guys – I hearken back to last year. This is why I'm really, really optimistic going into Sunday. I watched essentially these same two teams with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback on Halloween night boat race this team. I mean, it wasn't a fluke. Every time the Browns got the ball, they marched it right down the field. The Bengals were inept. They couldn't do anything. It wasn't a close game. It was a tail kicking. And... I don't know what it is about Kevin Stefanski in against the Bengals. Right. But, but the Bengals won the second their, matchup. I know they with did. Watson. I understand that. It, it, the, but the Browns in the last two years, because obviously I watch every Browns game and I watch every Bengals game, 
The Browns have played better football against the Bengals than anybody. I it's agree. It's not close. The only time the Bengals have been blown out in the last two years has been by the Browns. That's right. That's it. That Baker is exactly Baker right. Baker had his best game against Didn't Case so. Keenum beat the Bengals? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's and like Dearness, I think that was Dearness, a game. If, if you look it up, Dearness. we're 4-1 and one against Joe Burrow. I right, think right, right. It's, it's with yeah. three different quarterbacks have wins yeah. against him. So I think this is the Stefanski thing. I don't know. Wh- I don't know how he seems to have their number. These things just sometimes, happen sometimes. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> it just happens. You yeah. can't explain it. There are matchups too sometimes that just yeah. favor one team over the other. There's no question. Well, there is some question. The Bengals. I think everybody here would agree, and most everybody that covers the league would agree, have the better team. Yes. But the Until some of the parts yeah. somehow for the Browns always seems to come out. Well, on their end. I, I think a big, a huge part of that has been two players, Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward. They have played like their absolute best football yeah. against the Bengals. Denzel Ward has made a big play every early, game a couple years ago. Yes, that was a huge play because the Browns had scored, and then the Bengals were marching the ball right down the field. Right on the they were at first and goal. Yes, and then Miles Garrett. I think we had the stat has nine sacks. Right, Mike. What's the stat? Miles nine. Garrett against the Bengals. Wow. He has nine sacks in five games. And yeah, I mean, pressures. like he's averaging almost two sacks per game. Now, what's interesting? What I think the Browns their should line's do, better though this year since it is because you got Orlando Smith Jr. at left tackle. Right. Brown. What I would do if I'm the Browns is I'm playing Miles. Miles Garrett had killed Jonah Williams, right. who's been the Bengals' left and tackle. And he's now the uh, now right he's tackle. the right tackle. So you'd switch him. I'd put Miles Garrett on him because he's killed Miles. Miles Garrett has killed Jonah Williams, yeah. destroyed him, and even the Miles Garrett could beat anybody. But obviously, Orlando Brown is a lot better than than. Yeah, but what does it signal? I, I I don't like that idea though of running from the dog versus dog matchup. I hear you. I just you know what? Yeah, it's they're better running. at left tackle, but Garrett's still better. Yeah, of course he is. But it's also I mean they move Miles around all the time. Yeah, so not every play. You don't not do every, every play. play. Yeah, but but yeah. they move. I mean that was Jadavian Clowney's big complaint last year, right? right. That they were giving Miles more yeah. favorable matchups. So it's going to happen. He's going to be. They're going to move him around. Yeah, they're not right. going to leave him on one side. All right. Um, I. We, it was on here to talk about whether or not this was the last game you want to see Thornhill and Denzel Ward Yeah, miss. I think we all agree with I think that. we agree yeah. they're going to play, and I, I think it's pretty much, yeah. yeah, you don't want them out I feel against more a confident. team that has three really good receivers. I feel right. more confident Denzel's going to play than Wine, just for the record. Yeah, I think I do, too. I mean, I've heard from guys that Denzel yeah. looks like he's a go. He's you're telling me your the... gut tells you Thornhill yeah. will play. Who, yeah. play, who starts in front of Thornhill? I mean, Rodney McLeod. Yeah. I think Ward would be a, as much as I like Thornhill. I think Ward would be a bigger loss oh, in this game than Thornhill. For sure, there's, there's no doubt. Yeah. All right, uh, before we do our Browns and Bengals X factors, offense and defense, let's uh, yeah. get, get a quick read from Mike. Yeah, after the Browns and Bengals game on Sunday, you already know the place to be, and then it's with G. Bush, myself, and Earl for the UCSS post game show. It starts with a two minute warning of the fourth quarter, and we will do. Live reaction, breaking down the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Once again, it is Earl G. Bush and myself. Anthony may be joining us this week, but we'll be breaking down all the finest that happens on Sunday. And that's right after the game, right? Or did you start for the two-minute warning? Okay, very good. And then we go for about an hour after. Very good. Also, um, are we are we prepared to make the announcement 
Have we already nope, made the announcement? Not yet. Nope. Okay. Not yet. Are we allowed to say that there, we've got a big announcement coming? We've been they saying no that. Announcement. Okay. Hopefully I don't by... know why we can't announce for like two weeks. <laughs> no, I don't know why we Monday, can't either. We have the official clear to say Well, yet, I would certainly so. hope so because at some point it's – Surprise! We, here it is. <laughs> yeah. well, can we text and find out if we can say it today? No, I, I, I can tell you for a fact we cannot say it till after. All right. So we're yes. killing the Browns earlier yeah. for being KGB. Yeah, and yeah. now we're being KGB. You're the Kremlin. Super G14 classified. But Here's what we'll say. Watch and win. We've got a big announcement coming in yeah. in the days ahead and um if we we it's think have it's have to gonna be next it's, it it's gonna to have to be week. next week yeah. and there's a hint for you yeah there you go <laughs> so all right um let's do do you want to start with offense uh, yeah, go offensive and first. how do you want to do this you, Jay, you know what you've been here in a few days right. let's start with your offensive x factor the guy you're looking forward to having a major impact on the game. And you changed your pick. Yeah, I, well, I, my reading comprehension skills stink. Um, <laughs> I did I was the same trying, thing. You and Jason did the same thing. When I was trying to thing. multitask yesterday while I was getting ready for the uh, 5 o'clock show on Channel 3, I glanced through what this was. That's exactly what I did. And I immediately said, oh, that's easy. And then um, as I was diving into it this morning to sort of build my case, I thought, wait a minute, I can't go that way because you, you specifically said no Miles Garrett as the X Factor on defense. No Deshaun Watson as the X Factor. On so offense. I texted I him Miles Garrett. Yeah, I, well, I texted Watson. <laughs> I, he's the X Factor, period, done, end yeah, of it. He's right, the X Factor, right. not just for this game, but for the season. But I ended up changing it. And you guys are going to be surprised with who I went with. But I went with David Njoku. Okay. I think that he is the X Factor in this offense this year, not wearing number four. He's been paid like a top five. He's been treated by management like he's a top five. His numbers have never been close to top five production. This is a make or break year for a lot of people in this organization. We've gone through that. Dee Podesta, Stefanski, Andrew Barry, on and on and on. This is the year. But number 85 has got to produce like a top five tight end. End of it, full stop, period. He has to have an eight-catch, 90-yard, one-touchdown game Sunday against the Bengals because I think if, if he is involved in the offense, I think it opens so many other things. So my X factor is David Njoku. God, I have a big game. I'm not mad at that. Not mad at that. G, you're up next, by the way. Um, I think I went with uh, my man. Uh, did I go with Nick Chubb? Did you did I? go with Nick Chubb. See, th- this is the crux of the season you're going to get all year. Somebody said, I forget who I was talking to when somebody said this. They said, listen, no, it's Leroy. Shout out to Leroy. Leroy said, let's not act like Nick Chubb is regular. He's not. That is a that is a poison that if you let get a hold of you on your defensive uh, front, he can kill you by himself. You can lose to the Browns just because Nick Chubb was Nick Chubb that day. Never lose, no, never lose fact inside of that. So now the, the, the crux of the position that you want to put defenses in every single game is, do you want two high safeties? Because you don't want Deshaun Watson throwing this football to guys that are route precision guys. Marquise Goodwin's the speed demon is back himself. I won't call him a demon. It's the speed angel. We'll do that. I'm trying to work on myself. We <laughs> don't call him that. He's that, a good person. He's, a, he's, he's a, definitely he's closer a, to an he, angel. Yes, he's a solid human being. You can't catch him. And now we, we got a joke underneath. So now we want to say, is it too high safety? Or are you going to put six, six, seven, eight guys in a box? Which one are you going to pick? Because you can't do both Isn't at the same Watson time. Isn't Watson going to make teams make that decision? Aren't they going to make him beat them with his arm before they 
start respecting that? that? That's the way I would do it. Right. I, I, I would say, well, who's the more solid? Who, who have I seen more from lately? Nick Chubb, I've seen him destroy teams and game plans. So guess what? Now Deshaun Watson, if he's back, that's one-on-one coverage. You got to eat on that. So that's the that's the crux. And if he starts doing that, now our conundrum is there for the other team. All right, Jason. I think we know who Nick Chubb is. I think we know what Nick Chubb does. I think we know what Njoku is. I don't think this is the biggest season of his career because I think he is who he is. He's had six years in the league. We know what he is. The my X factor is Elijah Moore because we don't know Man. what he is in this offense. And I also I'm going to talk out both sides of my mouth for a minute because I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. I think Moore's been overhyped at times this preseason. But I do concede that he's going to play a pivotal role in what they do, uh, especially I, I think he's that speed factor that they haven't had before. And we're not sure with Marquise Goodwin how much he's actually going to be on the field, how much he's really going to Do we have any hint, by the way? No, he was in the locker room briefly yesterday, and I wanted to get over to him, and then I couldn't. He was gone by the time I got over to him. Uh, but, but we know Elijah Moore is going to be on the field, and we know he's got the speed. I think he fits a little bit better. One of the things that the Browns felt like last year with the receiving core Deshaun's a guy, when a play breaks down, he's going to freelance a little bit, and he's going to try and make something happen, and you need receivers who can adjust to that. Right. And they don't really have a guy who could, who could really adjust to that. I think Moore might be able to be that guy who can break off his route and come back to the ball, just get open, and, and it's a little bit of street ball at that point, and just, just get open and make a play. And, and I think Moore has that capability. So for me, X Factor to me is you're not really sure what you're going to get. And, and that's... See, I didn't look at the X Factor that way. Everybody's I, I mean, got there. To me, you, it seems like you looked at it as the X being a question mark. Like This could be really, really good and, mm-hmm. and push you over the yeah, top. I'm yeah, I'm looking at the, the, the pivotal player to make everything yeah. go, yeah. not yeah. named Deshaun Watson. You yeah. see, I agree with what you say about he's got the biggest question mark over his head. Yeah. I, we don't know what he is and what he can do. Right. Guys, we all picked four different people. I picked, wow. I was thinking like Jason that is a guy you, you don't have expectations for, but I think there are expectations for Elijah Moore, but there is a question mark with yeah. him, right? I picked a guy who's very important, but also has a massive question mark probably the biggest on the entire offense. And that's Jedrick Wills. Wow. He's my X factor because think about this. The most underrated unit in this game, in my opinion, is the Bengals defensive line. The Bengals defensive line gets no publicity. And they're quietly very good. Because they don't have, like, sexy guys on there. But Trey Hendrickson is top 10 pass rusher. DJ Reader is a top five run stopper. B.J. Hill, their other starting D tackle, is a good, solid player. And Sam Hubbard, their other starting defensive end, is a very good player. Plus, they have good depth at both defensive tackle and defensive end, and they rotate guys They use it, yeah. Trey Hendrickson is probably the best pass rusher in football that gets no conversation. Nobody talks about him at all. And he's going to be going up against Jedrick Wills. Jedrick is the biggest question mark on the Browns' offense. If Jedrick holds up against Trey Hendrickson... And there's no pressure on Watson. Uh, the offense should be great for the Browns. Yeah, but if he has a bad no, day, yeah, you can. And Hendrickson me. goes crazy because if he has a bad day, Watson's scrambling and has no time, and right. that could lead to bad stuff. That's right. Yeah. And so I got at him as I, so, I, I, you know, everybody's it, a good choice. I think Nick Chubb's too big a star for me. Too big of a proven thing. I do. I have Njoku in two fantasy leagues, so I need him to. Oh, wow. So you, well, you believe then that he's going to step I, I up this he, year? I think he's going to be have his best year. I don't think he's ever going to be at. 
you know, Top Travis five. Kelsey or even George Kittle or those guys. I don't guys. need him to be Travis but Kelsey. But I think he could I, be just around five or and six. I, and I drafted, I, I, I drafted Elijah Moore higher than he should have probably I did take him won. in the 11th round in my league I took him night. way high because he, here's yeah, the thing. You took him way higher in the 11th round. Yeah, I, I think it was like eight or something I took yeah. him. But but I think he has, if, if they're going to talk about him that much, I got to be about it. The only person we heard about all offseason was this guy. All I'll say is, the, the guy who got talked about the most this preseason was Jameer Gibbs of the Lions. They barely gave him the ball yesterday. I don't know what the I heck know I was ridiculous. But he looked good when oh he my touched God. the ball. When he got the ball, he looked like Tyreek Hill. I kept Hill. screaming to Dan Campbell, did yeah. you forget you have this guy? Because <laughs> David Montgomery's such a plotter. You know? I know, but he looked good too. Yeah, but he's. But a, their, you know what? Their offensive line was a machine last yeah, night, was, especially at the end of the game. I had every, I had every belief that that offensive line was going to be the difference in the game for them. And it as was. it went at on, the end, McNuggets, you look listening right. to the Cleveland Lions the radio network. Oh my God, take it down a notch. <laughs> let's do. Like I just said we're doing defensive. Let's do defensive, but let's go around the horn the other way. Bull, you start. Defensive here. X factors. <laughs> I can't got? remember who my defensive X factor. Well, throw his graphic up. Who does he have? Well, we didn't make special graphics this much. But no, I, sure I got my text. People, so I got let's my have text. Bull Hold pull on. up his text here. Bull, your defensive X Factor was a guy we talked about earlier, Denzel Ward. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, th- this is huge because Denzel Ward has been a nemesis to Joe Burrow like no cornerback in the league. You're right. Denzel Ward is a top, you know, last year he didn't play great. But overall in his career, I'd say right now I look at him as like the 8th to 12th best cornerback uh, in the league. Right, But at times, he looks like a top-five guy, and I still think he can get there, and maybe this is the year. When he plays against Joe Burrow, you know, they knew each other in college, obviously. Were they at Ohio State at the same time? I believe so. I think they were. I, yeah. I don't know that for sure, but I, I wondered that last night when I was thinking about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They must have been. Ward was drafted in 18, right? Yeah, yeah and Burrow came out in 20. Yeah, they had to be yeah. there. And, and yeah, Burrow, Burrow had right. obviously transferred, right, so right, right. I think they were, too. Yeah, they were there. He's yeah, his yeah. kryptonite, <coughs> Bull. You're right. He has played so well against him. He's had such a good feel for him. Jamar Chase has had one good game against the Browns, and that was the, the game the Bengals won last year. If De- I think it's a huge deal if Denzel Ward can't play. I think he's going to play. I think we're all in agreement there. If he can't play, it's a big deal. Not that the Browns' other corners aren't good, but when you have three really good receivers, and, and like it takes a special player to, to slow down Jamar Chase because he's as good, if not better, than any wide receiver in the game. He's fast. He's tall. He runs good. He does everything well. Denzel Ward has played well against him. And Denzel Ward, for whatever reason, has... And I'm telling you, I've watched every game that Joe Burrow has played. And I've never seen a corner play better against him than Denzel Ward. End of conversation. He has his number. Yeah. I like that. I'm kind of in the same vein. I went with Martin Emerson. Well, initially I went with Miles until I reread the instructions. (laughs) And then I texted Mikey this morning and said, give me Martin Emerson because I've been on the Emerson train all summer long. I think he's going to have a huge year. I think this is his coming out party in terms of the rest of the league figuring out who this guy is and what he does. And there is still a little bit of question with Denzel whether or not he goes. There's question about Juan Thornhill whether or not he goes. That puts even more pressure to me on on Martin Emerson with the Bengals receivers. I love his size. I love his length. I love his physical tenacity, the way that he gets up in guys. I think this guy was a steal where they took him, and I think he's going to be a star in this league. So for me – Martin Emerson's the X Factor. You're not alone, by the way. I'm thinking he's going to be a star. Yeah. There are a lot of guys around the country that look at him and say he's going to be the guy. And some of his analytics from last year were off the charts and how good he was. I'd have to go back and look. I remember looking at the end of last season. Newsom wasn't as bad as we thought he was, and and Martin Emerson was even better. But I'll I'll pull him up and look. I'll find him. G? Well, see, look, man. This is funny. This is funny because you guys are in the right continent, but not 
in the right state. I went with Greg Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> we go. With this Greg. was not planned. No, this, this wasn't planned. Completely unplanned. Was, uh, and, and Jason had to, you know. Usually, I have one-liners, but this one-liner is fire. He's like, picks isn't just that's just not his thing. <laughs> picks just ain't his thing. Like, and I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Like, I'm like, I be at, at home looking at the ceiling, like, bro, you failed, bro. You missed that one, dog. That was fire. <laughs> like, Greg Newsom, we waiting. You get a pick any day. Tomorrow, next week, I'll Saturday against your little cousin. I'll take any picks that you bring to the table, and we will count them on the tally sheet. But now, nah, Greg Newsom, see, I know what Ward can do. Ward didn't pick the ball off and took it to the crib. He's 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 been in the game. He he he's a a hundred million dollar man. Martin Emerson, we know he he came in and was like, no, nah, that's me. Like I feel like I'm the best corner. Like he ain't never gave it. Martin Emerson be practicing. Like it's like usually when you good and you like, hey, we got Denzel over there. You starting? No, he be like, no, I'm practicing because I I just want I'm that competitive. Greg Newsom. He had the guys that was rumbling about whether you want to play inside or outside. You're going to have a true bona fide receiver, Tyler Boyd, that is going to be a professional. He can run all the routes. You, you know, they may mix you in on the outside or the inside. You are the guy, if I'm looking at Martin Emerson and Jamar Chase, and I got Greg, I got Denzel Ward, and I got Martin Emerson, who is the guy you're going at? All of us was, if I'm the quarterback, I'm looking right over at zero. That's that's an easy battle because I'm going to keep testing him all. If it's third and seven, Greg Newsom, you, we're looking your way. Not to say that you're a bad player. Not to say that you can't make a play. You've identified him and many have as the weakest link. Dave, yes, they've identified you as a solid player and picks just not your thing as we see to yet. Maybe you get some knockdowns or something, but that's the guy that that I need to be the X factor because if he plays well, well, well they they in trouble then because I know what the other two can do. That that's that now our secondary is, is elevated. I like your logic. I think you nailed it. Um, it's I went with someone different, but by the way, um, Jay's right. Picks aren't his thing. <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny but, because but it sounds be, odd to say right, that about can, a guy who. Can you make can a living still be a very good defensive. There's back. so many yeah. other things you yeah. can do, and he does them. Yeah, yeah. That can make you an effective corner. It, it picks would be nice because it's like if you're the cleanup hitter, I do need home runs. Right. I can't hear. I can't hear. Well, well Chris Antonetti just said the Guardians don't need to hit home runs. So yeah, they got Carlos Santana. Exactly. Don't worry, he's on base though. Uh, yeah, right. And by the way, it was somewhat <laughs> ironic that as NFL season was beginning last night, shortly yeah. after that game ended, the, the Guardian season officially ended. They blew, they blew a 2-1 lead. Yeah. I thought it officially blow. ended when they lost to the Twins. but You know what? Then they won, and, and you thought, okay, yeah, they won the last game of the Twins nah, series, yeah. but I digress. Right. Um, it's interesting, and yeah. I, but I don't think it's by any accident that I'm also going with a defensive back. Mine is Denzel Ward. Um, but I, I do I like yours a lot. I like, I like all of them. But, guys, I think we're at this stage in this matchup where this is going to be the, the, the deciding factor in these games for a number of years. The Bengals wide receivers against the Browns defensive backs. And I know it's not a huge sample size, but so far, advantage Browns defensive backs. They have won these matchups with the quality of play that they've put on the field against what might be the best triumphant of receivers in the NFL. Can anybody name a team that's got three better receivers? No. 
I, the only thing I'll say is I don't know how many times all three have played against the Browns. I don't either because I know there it were might injuries. Only be one or two. Games. I remember one of the games last year when the Browns said, "Well, we weren't yeah. ready because they were playing oh, we backup wide receivers." We talked yeah. about that. So, yeah. and oddly enough, insane. that's the game that the Browns lost. Right. But when it has been the Browns' defensive backs, and we know who they are, and they're healthy against the Bengals' wide receivers, advantage Browns' defensive backs. I think that is what's going to decide Sunday's game. Who has the better day, the Bengals wide receivers or the Browns defensive backs? And because of that, I'm taking the ringleader of that group, the guy who has been the kryptonite to Joe Burrow's Superman, and that's Denzel Ward. And whether or not he saw him every day in practice and he has a tail with his eyes, or he's picked up something along the way that has allowed him to jump routes and to be effective against the guy that really is considered a top three quarterback in this league. So for the Browns to win, the Bengals defensive backs have to win that battle. Browns, by the way, Browns defensive the backs. Browns defensive backs yeah. have to win that battle. And by the yeah. way, we're going to talk about this later in the show, so don't go anywhere. I think the Jamar Chase comments, we can talk all we want to about players don't hear that. Players don't listen to it. BS. They do. Players hear it. It motivates them, and I think Jamar Chase did the Browns a huge solid with, sure with his comments well, yesterday. We're going to talk about that literally in one second, but first, before we do, if you guys have not already hit that like button or that subscribe button, do us a favor. It is completely free. It helps us out a long way on the YouTube algorithm. Also, if you want to help us out even a little more, you can become a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show for a buck ninety-nine a month. You can get all the starters to your perks, which include loyalty badges, custom emojis, and members-only community posts. For $4.99 a month, that gets you in the coaches tier. That's all the same starter tier perks, overtime videos daily, member shout-outs, much, much more, including the ability to text with the one and only Jason Lloyd on Sunday's game and some select games in the future. Now, Jamar Chase did have some stuff to say yesterday, Jay. We're going to play it. before we dive into it, we're going to listen to it. Anthony, right, good. let's turn the sound on, and Steve, whenever you're ready. We can take Jamar Chase. It feels like a regular game to me. It don't feel no different. I mean, it's just the hooping and hollering about the Cleveland um, Browns. I was about to call them the Elves, but yeah. Are you tired of all the talk about Cleveland and how tough it's been for this team? Uh, I don't really hear it. If you ask me, I don't really pay attention to it because it's Cleveland is Cleveland. Uh, I look forward to the matchup that we have when we're facing them, but other than that, I don't really be caring. Do you think the Elf logo is silly? Uh, it's funny. It's just different, I guess. You know what? We get blamed in the media for asking baiting questions. That guy had like chum on the end of the line and just <laughs> threw it in there yep. and yep. said, please bite. Please We need bite. more. I was disappointed yeah. that it ended there. Yeah. Because yeah. usually when a thread starts, it's like blood in the water yeah, and yeah. the shark's Everybody bounce. jumps in. And yeah. I expected at that point, that it would go crazy, yeah. but it really, yeah. it, that was pretty much it. Disrespectful, motivational, how do you categorize that? I agree with him with the health, I, with the elf. I hate the elf. I do too. Screw I think it's elf. silly. Stupid. Silly. But the Cleveland is Cleveland thing kind of took me back to the Browns is the Browns, right? Yeah. Who, who was that? Was that was the Steelers. Steelers. Claypool? Right, right, yeah. was, was it Juju? Claypool? Juju or Claypool? I can't remember. It was right thought, before the playoff game. It was yeah. Juju. Yeah, I thought it was Juju. The yeah. Browns is the Browns. Yeah. Well, Cleveland is Cleveland. That's yeah. right. And, and guys, we've been talking about it all offseason. Like, that's... That's the view of, from the league, from the entire league. It doesn't matter how much talent the Browns have. Until they actually do it on the field, no one's going to take them seriously. Nope. The Browns haven't finished ahead of the Steelers in the standings since 1989. 
Like, wait, wait, wait. That was my wait, reaction. That when, can't be true. When Zach Jackson told me that. The Browns have not fi- – and I know we're playing the, – the, 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 the Browns are yeah. playing the Bengals. We're talking about the Bengals, not the Steelers. The Browns haven't finished ahead of the Steelers you know in the standings since 1989. Bro, that's one of yeah. the most disgusting stats I've what ever – What are the odds of that happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two teams in a four-team division, and they <laughs> haven't beaten them since 1989. Yeah, they finished ahead of them. That haven't is the biggest indictment of this. four teams or- the whole time, but still, they finished behind them every time. Well, was well the Browns f- haven't won the division since they've been back in 99, not once. I know, but my God, the, the, the talent cycle dictates that every five to ten, you're at the top it's and then crazy. the bottom again. They haven't finished ahead of their arch rivals since 1989. So you nope. can understand why Browns is the Browns and Cleveland is Cleveland, why the rest of the division views them that way. Right, but even though he's factually right, do you, it do, is do you label these as disrespectful or motivational? Yes. Yes. All of the above. Should be, yeah. I, 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 you know what? I label it as stupid. Yeah, I don't like what players make. Why would you like do that? that? Why? Now you got to back it up, right? Now you, you got to go out and yeah, back it up. Yeah. <laughs> Now he's capable, but <laughs> gee, you're, <laughs> G's got that <laughs> devious little giggle. It's on site. You already know what it is, bro. I mean, the trash and talking in this game he, is going to be nuts. It's going to be awesome between the wide receivers and the defense. And here's how you know. Here's how you know he's worried about it. Because you wouldn't have said something. You laughing. <laughs> the Browns is the Browns. See, that's when you're trying to convince yourself of something. I tried to convince myself of that, too. I came home from college one year, and my brother was a little kid. Then I came back, and he was 6'3", 315. And I'm like, dang, bro, when did you get big? <laughs> Still a little brother. Nah, bro, you got to walk smart. I'm not about He's like, you want to do pass rush? I said, nope, we're not, you're not getting me hurt up out here. I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see you later. You, you catch me on so the, the other Browns side. So are the Browns are your little brother? Browns have always been a little brother. Browns has always been a joke. And guess what? That elf can either be cool or creepy. Elves put <laughs> elves are very powerful in the Lord of the Rings. Elves and orcs are kind of magical creatures, and they be doing kind of listen. No, everybody knows you don't mess with Lucky Charms. You don't mess with the Lucky Charm guy. I'm looking at this game, it and it hasn't I'm, worked so far. Well, listen. I'm gonna tell you what. Here's what happened. Here's what's gonna happen this time because. Now it's all about the now players. Now the elf is real. Now, the elf, now, now it's about the players. See, you was beating up on Baker, and you was beating up on the Colt McCoys of the world, and you was beating up on the Brandon Wheatons, but we got a quarterback now. And we got we got defensive ends now that can come get you. And we just talked about three good corners. And we just talked about a defensive line. Look, the Browns got ball players, and whether you like it or not, Game recognized game. These guys work out with these dudes in the offseason. They work out. You can't, he ain't had nothing to say against Lamar Cooper because he know he's a ball player. He ain't say nobody's a Darius, he know he's a ball player. We got bona fide ball players on this team, and you just gave us all the motivation we need. Last time I checked, Jamar Chase, you need to be worried about catching your boy Justin Jefferson past you, homie. You, you need to worry about you. Well, hmm, hmm, I, you ain't got no juice. <laughs> You ain't got no jewelry. Like, these cats kill me. Everybody chasing Patrick Mahomes, and they acting like they got jewelry and fists full of diamonds and stuff. Listen, y'all, y'all still on that track record with us, too. Y'all, y'all did your thing. Y'all went to the Super Bowl. We appreciate you. Every year is a new year. You got to come to the, you got to come to Cleveland, and you got to play. And ain't none of that elf talk going to get it done. We want, it's on site. And you think Miles Garrett them ain't hearing that? They heard it loud and clear, dog. So that you're saying they're gonna stand up and win one for the elf? No, no, no. no. <laughs> you know what? You know what this really signals is that for the first time since Bernie versus Boomer, the Bengals Browns is a rivalry. Yeah. Like it, 
When was the last nice. time both teams were good? Or it, both teams was was it was nice and chummy. Oh, because because a couple years ago there was a lot of Browns fans that was rooting for the Bengals because they liked Joe Burrow because they was like oh it was between the, the like the Rams. And, and rooting for the Bengals. Oh, in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, Joe Burrow's so, a hard guy to root he's against. He's a hard guy to root against, right? But you start to see when you when Deshaun Watson says, I'm tired of talking about 2019 and 2020. I could be better than 2019 and 2020. That means he feel like, okay, while I was gone, it's some of y'all cats that got good. But don't act like I still ain't good. Like, that type of mentality is permeating. You think, and guys is looking for it. What's the name? One thing, Miles Garrett won that defensive player of the year award, right? And to get that stuff, you got to go through teams like the Bengals. So we're going to see what's going to get done. I think it was, I classified it as stupid. It's motivational. It's certainly disrespectful. But at the end of the day, to me, it's noise. Here's sure. what matters. And we all know this. His comments are quickly forgotten. If they win 35-10. Facts. If they lose and he doesn't play out and the defensive backs win that battle that I spoke of, then he better get used to hearing about Cleveland. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Because they're already a major thorn in his side. Yep. They're going to become an anvil around his neck if he can't and the Bengals can't figure out a way to beat the doormat of the division. I don't care if you're going to Super Bowls. I don't care if you're a power in your conference. You've got to take care of the teams that you're supposed to take care of. Well, going to Super and Bowls and being power of the conference is more important than it is. But Bull, ultimately, yeah. when you're playing against one of the teams in your division that historically is the doormat, right? I mean, Jason's stat is still is still swirling in my head. I know yeah. that they haven't finished ahead of their rival since 1989. Is one of the more indicting stats that we've got, we can go on for a lifetime. <laughs> it's never happened in Mike's book lifetime. It's never happened in that's, Anthony's lifetime. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And I don't even however, remember it happening. However, even though this won't anoint the Browns as being better than the Bengals, what it will do is further drive home the narrative that Cincinnati's got a problem if they can't get past one of the doormats of the division. And I know that, you know, you're playing for Super Bowls and you're one of the powers, but. You In the NFL, you look at the schedule when it comes out and you circle games that you think you should win. And th- this is a game that the Bengals, on the schedule, they've circled it. You can tell by his comments. Yep. They're Cleveland. Uh, you know. And then he said, I'm, I'm getting st- I'm tired of hearing all this talk about Cleveland. But then in the follow question, his answer was, oh, I don't really hear it. Oh, you well, that's a lie. Says, you do hear whatever it. a player says. They don't hear it. They don't listen. Right. Well, they, I mean, we know they he do. confirmed that he heard yeah, it twenty right. seconds after he said, "I don't really hear it." I yeah, mean, yeah. You just talked well, about. Fr- I'm sick of hearing Cleveland. Yeah, they're Cleveland, frustrated Cleveland. about hearing about it, which in some degree is fair because the Bengals beat them the last time they played. So 
The yeah. Bengals won the last but, matchup. But and and, yeah. and you're you're absolutely right. And right. by the way, they beat them when the Browns had their best their quarterback. Guy. You, right. you, you know why you know why every year is so hard? Every year people, this is why the NFL is so hard and people retire. Because don't nobody care about what you did last year. Last year you could be a pro bowler. This year you can get cut. Right. Well, look at the Chiefs. Well, nobody's done anything this year. No, nobody. So yeah. well, when, the Lions have. See, so well, I'm saying, but nobody. Right. No, Brown. but you Ever. know what? Your reputation. Yeah. You're right, G. Your reputation yeah. in this league used to be year to year. It's no. play it's to play. play. It's almost week to week. <laughs> play to play. Is, that's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, but we're but, yeah. in an instant Certainly gratification year to year. Yes. society. And you know, you're well, right. Well, that's why Deshaun Watson's. Kind of off the radar right now. Sure, he's done anything for two years. Right, and 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 yeah. you know what? He should understand why he's yes. off the radar. In fact, he should embrace that he's off the radar. That's yes. true. I didn't love that he came back and said, "I I can be even better." I didn't love that. Think that privately. Tell your guys that privately, but don't put the unnecessary bullseye on your back by saying it. He also did say he said, "You know, you guys, you you compared to some of these guys, they got you ranked twenty second. He said, "Well, look, I ain't played in two years." I'm not supposed to be on none yeah, of the yeah, list. Yeah. At the end of the day, the great thing about this game is is year to year, you zero and zero. If, if look, you can have all the money in the world, but if you die tomorrow, I got more money than you. <laughs> that's the sense. That's the yeah. fierce urgency of right now. It don't matter if you're a billionaire. You yeah, die. but if you both die tomorrow, we you both have the same thing. We, zero, zero and, dollars and zero cents. And now the Steelers is good. <laughs> As, well, uh, I mean, that seems the to Ravens, be a right of passage. The Ravens will be good That's there, right. right? Yeah. Every other year. All right. I, so, I think at the end of the day, the comments are, the Browns heard them. They've already made their way to the Browns locker room. You can, you can bet. And the first thing out of the Browns' mouths at 4-15 Sunday, if they win, will yeah. be a callback to Jamar right. Chase. Yep. Which is funny because if they lose, you know. Yeah, they, uh, we when, didn't hear when, it. Whenever this trash talk of this nature, and it's trash talk and it's stupid and I don't like it, Whenever the te- whenever the other team wins, it's like, oh, that was motivating. But if they lose, it doesn't get brought up. Right. No, of course yeah. not. It's, yeah. it's silly. That's why it's a, you know, you're damned if you do. Yeah. Just keep your mouth shut. Uh, it's not smart. But, you know, you say you hate it. I do hate it as a fan. Obviously, it. for our job, I love I it. I love it. And, and when I'm watching the game, it will add an extra layer of spice. Oh, absolutely. When we see Denzel lock yeah. up with Chase for the first time, there's yep. going to be a little extra oomph yeah. there. Mikey. We asked the YouTube community tab, and whenever we ask the YouTube community tab a question, it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils at Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus you can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. We asked the community tab how they took Jamar Chase's comments. And, and unlike the YouTube poll, when we put it on the community tab, much bigger audience. That's the 26,000 people have a chance to vote on it. This had 4,500 votes since this Damn. morning. So this is a big sample size. Right. Mm. Mind you, it's Cleveland fans, but sure. big sample size. So 4,500 votes. How did you take Jamar Chase's comments? I asked, as disrespect or no big deal, just part of the game? 77% said it's disrespectful, screw him. 23% said no big deal, just part of the game. Surprised it's that low. Yeah. I am. I thought it would be higher. Because, yeah, I thought it would be like 99%. Yeah. I thought it would be in the 90s, yeah. I'm with you, Bull. I yeah. thought that, you know, because it was disrespectful. Look, it obviously was disrespectful. Is, he, I, is he trying to hype himself up? You know what? I think you were right the first time. He's trying to convince himself yeah. that he's Cincinnati and they're Cleveland. That's what he's trying to do. Because if he looks at the scores of the last six games, he might not think that. Hey, Prime members, 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.